Stripping off the bullshit is the best way I can describe it. It's not something to learn and do and, you know, and fill in your head. It's stripping everything away so that what is left is what you have always known. It's just being covered up with other stuff. Welcome back to the Oslo Raw podcast. Today we have a very special guest. Billy will join me at the show today. She is the most amazing teacher I've met in my entire life. She helped me build up my company. She helped me stay through so many challenges and she helped me the value of asking for help. She will take you through the steps of creating your dream life, your dream relationship, your your work, your your entire creation is in yourself. So where to start? You just listen and you will know. Mm-hmm. I was just uh, at Oslo Roa having my hot chocolate with Shaga, Reishi, all the magic stuff, you know. And I was preparing myself for this talk with you, Billy. And I was walking up Bishlet, and then I was walking by this little cafe, open uh, parkery at Fridlund. And I could remember six years ago. I was no six and a yeah, seven years ago, and I said I can't do it. I can't open a cafe. I can't go for this. It's too much. There was so much resistance and I texted you these messages on WhatsApp because we've been friends and been helping each other for a long time. So I was texting you like, I can't do it. No, the pressure of doing it perfect and I can't do it. All of these thoughts made it impossible to start a cafe because that's what I really wanted. And you just wrote me one sentence like, you can never give up on your dream. And it hit me so deep. Like I didn't really have a choice. If I said no to making the cafe Oslo Raw concept, I would say no to me. So that kind of made every the wheel go really fast because I understood that I have to open this door. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to start. I don't, I don't know anything about business. I don't know anything out about to run a cafe. It was all just Greek. <laughs> but once I said, yes, I'm going to do it, it all came so quickly and you know the story you know Oslo Roy is huge now I have 50 employees it's been a, a really magical but you don't do these things without help you don't do make these successes without help and I would probably make Oslo Roy anyway without Billy but it would take maybe 20 years I don't know or 50 years or 10 I don't know but my point is that it takes some real power to comes through such a fear and I know many people who are listening wants to do want to do stuff they're afraid of either if that is you know taking the next step in your relationship or making the business you always dreamed of you know what you have to do you know so it's it's a very scary move um and you've come so far Billy but how do we go from that you know uh, being so in our fear and open that door to possibilities we will come back to later also during this talk about your uh, tools your courses and how you can actually do it in the long term but is there a bridge you know how do we go into our dreams hi my lovely hi to a lovely story and a great question. I remember that moment. I remember the text. I remember where I was standing. <laughs> it's pr- pretty cool. And congratulations on the amazing business you've created and all of those employees at such a young age. The, that bridge, you, you said that your listeners 
maybe they want to start a business, um, whether it's a relationship, the business, the just the life, the home. And there seems to be so much available out there and so many distractions, access this, do this, do that, do this, do this, pulling people in so many directions. I feel like for you, do you remember there was fear there, right? You had fear, you had to move towards it, you had to overcome it. The one thing I can say to remind people listening is the, the, the emotion of fear and excitement is exactly the same. The only difference is one breath, one mm. breath away. Wow. So when you're in fear, we tend to go <gasps> and we hold our breath and then <gasps> short exhale and then <gasps> hold again. The thing with excitement is it's this, <gasps> is this breathing. Oh, this is happening, that's happening. This is going, blah, 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 blah. There's energy and flow. And fear, as we all know, is, is part, of, part of the mind process, isn't it? It's just stuck there. You look at your life and you say, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. But every time you move, you know your heart's like, yes, take this jump, take this leap. Again, this, uh, this fear comes in and then the mind kind of talks you out of it. But it wouldn't, it, if we, we look at the world, it's clear that human beings are able to go past fear. For me, I feel the frustration for most human beings is the time it's taking them from having the idea to eventually taking action. You know, you're a person that takes action, Tyrrell. And, you know, you and me, we're no different from anyone else. We just, we just take action and we move and we get things done. Even when it's painful, even when the fear hits, we manage to turn it to excitement because it's just one breath away. Is that just a habit? It? Yeah, it becomes a habit. When you jump from the first, the biggest fear, let's say you write them down, you've got your little list there, you're looking at the thing that's, everything's terrifying. There's a top, top fear on the list, of course. Look at the last one. Because as you write down the fears, let's say you've got 10. If you look at number 10, that will be the first one to deal with. Um, just, you have to do it. You have to do it. There, no one's going to do it for you. Okay, I see so all those cute, yeah, those cute IG ads. No one's going to do it for you. You know, they do this sort of 15 minutes. Yeah, no, no one's going to do it for you. No one's going to do it for you. But, you know, we do, we all need help. We all need assistance in various things. But okay, you've got so to make the decision. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm coming to you as a client. And my problem is now that, okay, like, this is just a story. But um, yeah. I'm stuck in my relationship. I want to go closer with him but I don't know how to do it and it's been this for years and I also have this dream of starting an animal clinic but how can I do it and I'm so stuck I'm so scared but my life is really comfortable so it's so nice but I'm sad inside but I smile on the outside what are the steps Where, what would you take them through like from a to me, you know, and see what are the steps in your courses and how do you help people to move because this, that's a normal story. Like I'm stuck, yeah. I want to, but I can't. Where do we begin in a process with you? Yeah. So uh, let's say a very common thing is, you know, people come with various things. It's the relationship, it's the money, it's the business, it's the husband, it's the dog, it's the cat, it's the, they want to create a dream business. They have start somewhere. But so the very first point, let's, let's go with your story. You've got the relationship. You want to get closer. You want to start the animal clinic. So there's a relationship. You're in it already. The reality. We immediately look at where you are, 
where you are right now, because unless we see where you are right now, it's impossible to see where you're going. And then I'm very interested in how you got there. So the first part of the, the DMI process is looking at where you are here and now. We do the life design blueprints. And there we would have an honest look at the relationship. So oh, I've been in it five years. It's nice. But, you know, we don't have much sex or we don't really talk or we don't really speak the truth. We're annoying each other. So the first thing is for you personally, you don't run out to, to your husband or partner and say, we've got to fix this you to go in and take a look at what you need, what your needs are, where the relationship's at, what the problems are. Just take a really kind, loving review. And then there needs to be a conversation. And there's, there we come to the fear, don't we? Oh my God, a conversation? I have to say something? I haven't spoken for five years. <laughs> so I, I show them also through another technique called the... Um, the um, the DMI that well, there's DMI tools in order to take them inside on how to do that without facing that physical fear of reality and doing it in real life. So they do this internally. They have the conversation. They say what is needed internally prior to them going and doing it outwardly. You know, some people can just go and have the conversation, but it's really nice to prepare because everything's happening internally. Your life and reality is all has all been created internally inside of you. So you have the power to change it and make transitions. So then there's the first conversation and clients usually say, oh my God, it wasn't that bad. It was really understanding. We both felt the same way. We both won out or we both won in or we're both gonna make a change. But without the communication, nothing can happen, but that has to happen internally first because you're actually communicating with the other person, be that partner, friends, family, on many ephemeral levels. Ephemeral just mean, extra from the physical to energetic bodies around you. You're communicating with them at their highest level and they hear you very well. So let's say you wanna get closer. You've gotta have the conversation. We don't know if your partner wants to be in the relationship anymore. We don't know, well, I know, because <laughs> part of my work is also to tell you what's going on, but you don't know from your perspective what he wants. So conversation starts. Let's talk about the animal clinic. Okay, oh, I wanna do an, I wanna create an animal clinic. I like animals. Okay, great. All right. Um, we need a little bit of a, a plan here. What's going on? What's already in your life that is similar to what you want to create? Maybe you're working as a nanny with kids. Maybe you have space, horses, farmland. You know, you've got to look at where you are. Yeah. So we start with where you are, where you want to go, and also looking at how you got there because you need to take responsibility and understand how you got there. It is your creation. You can't apportion it to mum or dad or life or the government. It's your creation. So practically, is it a lot to do or is it more like an awareness thing and it will just happen by itself? Ah, good question. Practically, I think it's pretty, I feel it's the easiest thing ever. <laughs> But you know what they say, the, the journey from the mind to the heart is such a short one that it takes humans such a long time. I feel like the DMI signature programs like that. You, all you're doing is you're using some internal tools to go inside to create the transformations. It's there that you see the reality of what's going on from feelings to anger, to rage, to heartache, to pain. Um, so I would not know, I wouldn't say it's a, well, on the seven week DMI signature process, it's a seven week process. But daily, you're looking at sort of 15 minutes in the morning, 
15 minutes in the evening. It's 13 minutes of your life to transform what's been going on externally. Now, there is one other thing. I say that is the practical aspects. But every, the beauty of the DMI Signature Program is you are actually living this out in everyday life. So you're getting to see every single minute of the day the evidence of your internal transitions. So if you're in a mood, stuck in a mood, and as you know, you go out in the world, that you're going to have a pretty shitty day. But as you start to unravel and internally change and upgrade your vibration, everything outside of you changes, yeah? There's a level of maturity that happens. You begin to see the bigger picture. And it's a simple commitment to yourself because if you don't do this, seven weeks, eight weeks down the line, you're still just fixing, finding, and working on yourself. It's a never-ending process. Um, yeah, so practically it's quick. The beauty is it's relevant in everyday life. You don't have to go off to a retreat and sit on a mountain. Yeah, you don't have to go to a class every weekend or two weeks. You're doing this in every day. Well, from the comfort of your living room as a, as a program, but from anywhere in the world. But you have to do understand this in everyday reality. But from my perspective, like things crack, crumble. It's so much such a hard struggle <laughs> when you see when you're doing your DMI and things just fall apart everywhere around you. <laughs> How do you stay yeah. on track, you know, when you're like <laughs> collapsing and you're getting sick and everything falls apart and you yeah. know you can't escape it, but how do you go through that? You know, when you make it just perfect, is it perfect or is it yeah. something we do yeah. wrong? It's absolutely perfect. It has to happen because if you, if you think about everything you've created, you've created. You have the results of it externally and internally, whether you like them or not. So when you begin the signature program, what happens is you're looking at where you are and how you got there. Now, what do humans spend most of their life doing? They spend most of their life not wanting to see the truth, distracting, hiding, adding stuff on and on and on and on, escaping themselves, only to come back month, year after year, month after month, week after week, sitting there crying in their pillow like, oh, things still don't feel any good, you know? So how do you get through it? Well, this is where um, you as a former client as well, of course, Tyrell, you know, we, we talked a lot about this going through the process. You are going to have to feel the reality of what you've created. The great thing is that is where the learning is, okay? So give me an example, Tyrell, of one of your hardest um, creations. And because I, I always dreamed of the perfect family life and mm -hmm. I, I kind of got it. But then I saw like, this is not work, really working. So it just collapsed and we get divorced after a year, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck? You know, this is not what I thought would happen. I was such a good creator. And why is just things falling apart? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I know deep down that this is my learning, but it's really hard, you know, and it's, it's the growing part that I want to become friends with. And I want to talk about the pain in the, in the growing that we in the Western world must love, you know, there is a part of accepting and facing it with interest that we kind of are trained to not like the darkness. You know, we talked a lot about the darkness in our podcast previously, but once it gets hard, we kind of back off. Well, it was so nice before, you know. 
So absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so that was that was a great example. So there you are wanting to create the fairy tale family life, yeah? Yeah. That's so that's <laughs> your that's your picture. Yeah, that's your dream, that's your that's, desire. Yeah, that was a very deep dream, I think. It comes from a mix of Disney movie, the romantic movies, the Western world of living, it's all good, happy ending, that kind of story. Yeah, absolutely. So what happens in Disney movies? Do we ever see really any depth of struggle or do we see little arguments and then that's fixed and it's happy ever after? It's maybe one struggle and then it's yeah. all good forever. And but, then everything's great. But yeah. the endurance <laughs> that you have to, when you go on the path of awakening, you, you need a, quite a lot of endurance because it comes again and it comes again and it comes again. And then it's and like, is this how it's supposed to be? But is it our attitude that is the problem? So how do we relate to these things? Yes, like you said, I feel like the Western world, they have an addiction to pain, um, drama. Oh, that's okay. That's how it's supposed to be. Oh, people always do that. Oh, love hurts. All these stories that we have, kind of programmed stories, they're also an avoidance of death, as we've talked about, haven't we? Avoidance of the other side of us. That happens in relationships too. It happens in friendships. It happens in business. The minute we meet struggle, we usually run, block it down, say it's the other person's problem, but we don't actually learn because there's a level of maturity that has to take place internally. So within relationships, for example, if you are meeting your own level of maturity, then you are able to say, this is not working for me and I want out. Now, if that isn't a level of maturity, as opposed to staying for 10, 20, 30 years, unhappy and miserable and saying, that's just how it is. Relationships are like that. No, they are not. No, they are not. But your idea possibly of the, the Disney, you gotta remember, is that the other person's idea? You know, so we, we take in a person, a man or a woman, okay, I've got this idea, it's going to be like this, we're going to live happy ever after. But we've forgotten to communicate and find out if that's their idea as well. So you're going to have all these energy battles inside. Yeah, all the energy battles inside. And remember, Disney is fantasy. Such a distraction. Yeah. And I also read the book, uh, how to not give a fuck you know mm -hmm. and and he talked about you know how we romanticize everything and it's getting impossible you know so we want to be special and want to be perfect we don't want to be ordinary and that makes us not really good at growth because growth is usually a kind of a struggle and, and then he said like all these old romantic movies like Romeo and Juliet, not movies, but like stories. It's all about pain, you know, that's the real part. It's very painful. That's so there, it's a kind of a warning towards love. But in our uh, uh, time of life, you know, it's, it's romanticized so much. And also the entrepreneur life, business life. Oh, I follow your dreams. It's so much fun. But it's not going it's, it's, it's not a way, it's not a path of going up. It's a path of going in, you know, and down in a, in a depth. And that's not what we're trained to do. But that's, that's the rhythm that I've learned through DMI, is sitting with it, being with it, growing deeper, and it goes by itself. But I'm not escaping into joy. I'm not trying to be happy. I'm going into something much more. And that's what I discovered through 
training with you for 10 years <laughs> and and when I look at you Billy you're like you're just so happy that you don't try to be happy you don't look for joy you just are you know what you really are is peace and I I believe that the the life forces and joy and everything we look for it comes naturally when we take care of our weaknesses when we look at what's not working and we talk about what's not working and that doesn't mean to cling to it forever and stay in it but just give it some space to breathe and to come up to to move on absolutely so beautifully said you said um yeah joy it, it, it is effortless but as you know we have to go through our life stories in order to make a decision i had to make a decision am i going to play on the surface of life Or am I going to go, when I met my husband, you know, I had to step up into a maturity that I didn't want to enter, a different kind of maturity, an emotional maturity, a responsible maturity. These are things that were very uncomfortable, very painful, and my ego struggled with them. I mean, really struggled. But I kept my eye on the bigger picture of what it was I wanted. Did I want to keep repeating being a child? attracting childish relationships because I was an internal emotional child did I really want that was there any like depth and I realized no I've always been about depth you know I've been looking into things like I don't know Madame Blavatsky when I was 16 like yourself I was reading things about depth and courage and stories about moving forward so I had to become an example of it we cannot this is the thing I teach from example and from five decades of life experience. These are not theories that I've learned and I apportion back to you. It's from absolute life, essential life experience, my own struggles, my own bullshit, my own pain. The, the, I believe, you know, the reason you're a success to Tyrrell is not because you're just creatively brilliant, but you are prepared to go to the places few people want to go to. They want, they want what you have. They want the business, they want this, they want this. But are they prepared to go to themselves? Because that's what we're really doing, isn't it? We're running away from ourselves all the time. And yet ourselves are the most, I say to people, these are, you are the most fascinating person you will ever meet on this planet, if you're interested. <laughs> Because you will forever shift and change and watch your internal world transform in your external world if you're interested you will forever feel the depths of variations of pains and pleasures and courage and love if you're interested but there is a moment when it gets quiet and that is that's a part of the signature program as well isn't it it's training the mind the old mind model that's yapping 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 all day long it's training that aspect of yourself and people say no is it possible yes i'm living proof that it is <laughs> I, i could say i'm a living proof but i'm really in the process as well but i know it's working but what i like about the dmi meditation and, and the structure of it is it's how you you proportion it into different life areas health work relationship <clears throat> love um fitness you know all these different that but it's from for me sometimes it feels like it's love and work these two bigger and then we go deeper into all of the money da, 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 da. but these two fields are some fields that 
I would say many, many people avoid, they avoid mm-hmm. creating their dream and they avoid creating their relationship. And these two affect each other really much, you know? So you can go for your dream, but you're not taking care of your love relationships. So the business starts to fail. So how do you work with all the life areas to enhance each other? Yeah, great, great question. As I said, the first part would be the life designing. So you're looking at where you are, honestly. Now you've got to remember when clients come to me, they are, clients come to me or work with me, they are always coming from a mind state. So it does take a couple of weeks for them to sort of, the mind is blocking, 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 blocking. So it does take a while for them. I, I just, let me stay on target here, <laughs> I get distracted. It can take a while for them to realize that what they have, they've created. So we look at the nine life areas. Everything in everything is one. The thing is, it is going to be, we don't have this perfect circle in life, you know. It is going to be that business is, wow, is going absolutely off the charts. And maybe there's a distraction from the love area. And it may be that you go into the love area and you're all cozy and together. This happens with me and my husband all the time. You're cozy and together, and then you're not spending enough time on your creations. But it's about it's it's about being. It's okay. It's okay. You know, there seems to be this this strive for perfectionism. It's unrealistic. You're never heard of that. I've never heard. (laughs) I don't know anything about that. I don't want to talk about it. You're a human being. It is like a dance. Okay, when you're dancing, Tyrell, when you're dancing, listening to music or painting, where are you inside of yourself? I have no problems. I am not myself. I'm not myself, self, the created self, but I am a part of um, the rhythms of life, either if it's color, music, uh, cake, um, I cannot disappear. I, I, I look at, because we live next to a school, so I can look at the children playing and they all in that mode, you know, it's just a part of the room, the playground, everything. And that's how I feel when I dance. I am nobody. I'm not special. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not performing. Uh, I am enjoying my body. Right. There you have it. And what are you doing when you're just focusing on the children in the playground? I become them actually. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just like, I become still. Yeah, you're present. You're present. Alive. Yeah. So, as when you watch a sunset or a flower or like the birds, and these are things that brings me back to exactly that state. Yeah. Yeah. So, two things are happening. One is you're present and you're out of mind. So, if you're present and out of mind, everything's there is no doing getting having seeing that it it just is right it just is we all know this we've been in nature we're in the moment we're in the music it just is the 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 magic here is and this is what I feel that DMI signature tool can do if you follow it people will say follow it follow it it will happen you've got to follow it it takes you from this busy, busy mind into understanding how to be present in everyday life, not sitting on a mat on the mountain, meditating. It's unrealistic. We're not monks. You have to be in everyday life. How do you get into everyday life? You have to pay attention. This is how I did it, right? When I was 
living in my brain. It talked all day, all day long. It, it just never was quiet, ever, ever. It talks as much as I talk now, but internally and not very nicely. So I was really struggling. I was alone. I was struggling. I had this guided voice coming down and I still would ignore it and, and you know, deny it. So I remember just being so desperate once. I just started to walk down the road and I focused on the lamppost, on the pavement, on the dog walking towards me. Then I'd look at the sky and every time I just held my presence of attention somewhere, I, like you just explained, I wasn't really there. And I noticed my mind was very, very quiet. So anybody listening now, I'm going to ask you to practice this something called I call a quantum dive. If you are listening and moving around somewhere and you've got one hand free, just rub your thumb and your first two fingers, so your forefinger and your middle finger, your index finger and your middle finger, just rub them together and hold, as long as you're not driving, <laughs> hold your attention to something static and rub your forefinger and your two fingers at the same time and just breathe. Just do that for about 15 seconds. And if you have two hands free, do it with both hands, but just hold your focus. 10 more seconds. Okay, did you do it, Tyrrell? <laughs> of course I did it. What did you notice? Oh, it was really nice. I had become very quiet, very still. Um, I also could feel the difference in my body. Mm -hmm. Did you hear your mind saying anything? No, no. There you go. Right? Mm. Now, that is the same as what I was just saying, how I began. I just, I didn't do the fingers, I, I, but I held points of attention in daily life. I held points of attention. And it began to slow down my thinking, thinking, and my mind. And I became addicted to that. I was like, this feels good. <laughs> I'm liking this. Then just as you said, I could feel my breath. I could feel my toes and my shoes. Things started to happen. And I got, I mean, I was already curious into many things, but I, I didn't know anything about keeping my mind quiet. And it was just a dream that I thought no humans could attain maybe the Dalai Lama, but it's not true. We can attain it, but you have to want it as much as you want distraction and drama and trauma and living in the past. Because once you're in that present moment, you have this blank slate, tabla rasa, you know, this clear slate. That is from where you create, because otherwise you're walking around every day, your mind, your old mind model, which is being programmed, you can guarantee it's being programmed. Um, it's pretty clear it's been programmed. It's always like wants to be in the past. It's terrified of what I just said about the present. We'll try to distract you from it. And it doesn't like the future. Now, how the hell can you create a future by design if your mind won't let you? <laughs> because you've given it all this power to do whatever it wants, like a small three-year-old. That's what I'm saying about, you know, your journey, Tyrrell, our journeys at the level of maturity. We're just everyday people, right? We just made different choices and we were interested in different things. Just for the record, really when I try to be special, 
I lose all my power. Like I'm trying to be somebody, you know? I just wanted to say that because it's it's about becoming nobody. In there's so much ordinary, uh, like extraordinary in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? As well, when you as you as you know, I know that I know the powers you have, and they're not just because you're born with many gifts, Tyrrell. But I have seen with my own eyes. <coughs> excuse me, I've seen with my own eyes your many potentials. And they are very different from, like you said, trying to be special. But I also see with you, you don't really try to be special. You just are. <laughs> and when you get attached to it, maybe, you know, or compare yourself, maybe that's where the struggles happen. But it's just like you're just you. Um, it, I'm currently working with my quantum life quantum life training and um, I remember all my all, everything I do came from that came from sitting on the floor not understanding what to call what I did I called it Akashic Registers I read past lives but I was reading all elements all fractal elements um, and I still can do that now to such a high degree but I don't need to be special because of it because these gifts that we have they are useful they must be used appropriately. You know, you will see when people go into the traps, there are many traps, yeah? There, we, again, you get into that thing of being special, being different. We, we have, to, we make different choices, but we're all pretty much like the same human. We just make very different choices, I feel. Yeah, and some of us have been coming with different things, different... Some are brilliant at piano, some are brilliant at, you know, plants. We've got different sort of skill set in the beginning. But how we use that, how we value that, and what we do with it is what makes it kind of very special, actually, <laughs> I would say. Okay. But so <laughs> stand out from a very, like, a Western mindset, uh, but isn't that very lazy to just sit still and become nothing? And what about work? What about the relationship? Uh, how does the sitting still being nothing going into the openness of life affect your work and love fields mm -hmm. I would never be one to say sit still ever and I never did so there's no sitting still there is being present in every single thing you do pay attention you're not going to get it 100% right every day it's impossible you won't you pick you make a cup of tea you pull out the milk this is about it's a like it's like Okay, it's a bit like money. Let me talk about this. And the money cap. Every one of us has a cap. The most that we've ever earned in one year is, a, is an unconscious money cap inside of you. We, we do this in DMI as well. But it's very interesting because people don't realize this. They, that money cap, let's say you've earned half a million pounds in a year. It will still be, if you don't recognize you have a money cap, it'll be very hard for you to make a million and one pounds. Listen to this. Very difficult. You will always move around the under half a million or 10,000 pounds, whatever it is. You'll always just move around that number. Now, money itself is called currency. And if you recognize the word currency, it refers to water and that flow. That's what's happening inside of you. So even when people talk about if whether it's a relationship, love or money, they're talking about there's a flow that's stagnated and not moving. And that is only coming from mind because mind is dictating all these beliefs. 
well, I can't do that. And this is a, that is not your flow. If I remind you again to rub the fingers and hold the focal point, nothing is happening. And yet everything is happening. It's not like you're walking around as a zombie or like a Zen monk. It doesn't happen like that. But what tends to happen is it is like magic. When that mind is having even a little bit of a rest, if you could do that just for five minutes a day, all the fractal possibilities, all the possibilities in the quantum field become available through you. What is the they quantum ha- field? It's like, is, is okay. it like a field above you? A universal consciousness. It's, it's everything we are, all that we are, everything that exists, everything that ever was. <laughs> But there's a, a lot of information and things that should uh, come through to people down on earth. Yeah, I mean, we're part of it. We're part of it. So, you know, unconsciously, you're now breathing. Your blood is moving through your body. Your kidneys are pumping. Your liver is filtrating your system. You're not conscious of that, right? So imagine the quantum field just to be that, just to to narrow it down to the operation of your body that you're unaware of right now. Yeah? Everything is moving in an intelligence that is way beyond the capacity of our mind. Yeah. So when you slow everything down and stay in the present and do your thing happily, happily, things can come through you. Yeah. And how is it to to you? How is that with attraction in this physical world? How does this affect that? Yeah, attraction. So attraction to what you're making your beautiful colored cakes, attraction to animals, attraction. Like in love wants things to happen and you go into this. Uh, yeah. 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 How you attract so, things. How you attract things. They, you've got it. First, you have to make, it's a bit like having a ship in a dock um, on an anchor and the ship's there and you say, and you unhook the anchor and you don't set any navigational coordinates in the, in the program of the, the ship's um, program and you just let it go. Well, it's going to go all over the place. Yeah, it's going to go wherever, just as we do when we're like, oh, I just woke up. I'll do the coffee. I don't know. Floaty, floaty, floaty. <laughs> But when you put your navigational um, information in, just like with the DMI, with the life design, where we start, where do we want to go? Where do we want to go? We have a destination. Now, in order for that destination, you want the ship to go from one place to another place. Yeah. You are going to have to know the coordinates to put in for the destination. In the DMI signature program, the coordinates are the part, the DMI reactivation model. They're parts of the model that get you to the destination, but they're all working internally. Yeah, everything's working internally. It is part of this quantum field. It is part of this quantum present. Don't be scared of the word quantum. Quantum just means excessive speed. And, you know, <laughs> it's like beyond, 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 beyond. It's just a word. I've been using it. It started using it 10 years ago. It's just a word. Quantum, quantum. Something to, well, it's everything to do with quantum physics, but don't get into that. Quantum just means expansive. Just for the, for the idea of, of what I'm saying, just imagine it to be expansive. Now, internally. Just, just to get yeah. it more easy, like I can relate to it as being open. Yes. Well, open consciously open. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I have like this yeah. trust, and 
you can mix it with word trust openness yeah to relate yeah. it to some kind of feelings you might have like I'm open to this I don't know but I'm open yes then you kind of whoa I'm so much more than I knew and I would relate it to faith exactly perfect faith yeah faith faith in is to have is to believe in something that has not yet been shown evidence or is proven to you so it takes a massive leap of a leap of faith for you to even begin to say okay I'm going to take the journey here we go here we go let's let's see where this is going to take me like I said you're the most interesting person on the planet if you're interesting it takes a massive leap of faith the faith is akin to what you said openness okay I'm open you've opened your belief systems you've come out of the boxes that have shut you down you say let's try something bigger than me yeah So yes, when you're open, not open unconsciously, because that can lead to all kinds of strange energy systems. But when you're open consciously, you're saying, okay, bring it on. But guess what, Tyrrell? What did you, you know what you just said about being open? Where do you feel the openness? Where is it in your body? It feels very much up in the upper body, especially my head. It feels very still. It feels like mm. I become a at like the roof of my Uh, house is opening up it's like okay I love it like your pineal gland yeah your your antennae I call it your antenna is open I feel it in my heart yeah luckily they have gone yeah. more in my heart but <laughs> I think it's I think it's your heart and then probably your head's quiet yeah because another secret you all probably know this if you're listening to Tyrrell's podcast I hope you do you know the heart I think it has 10 times the magnitude to receive things over the mind. Wow. So if that, if that doesn't tell you, just check out Heart Math Institute from California. They've been around, I think, since 1990s. They created themselves in 1990s. Just look at the evidence of how powerful your heart is. It is an, an ex- incredible organ. So when you make your DMI plan, it's important that it is from the heart. It's not from your ego. It's d- How can you know the difference from that? Ah, great question. Because I show you. <laughs> I and then, show, I and then you, you, we train with yeah. you for a for a, per, a period of time, and then we internalize it, and we can do this for the rest of our lives, right? Yeah. Well, do people do it for the rest of lives? Well, listen to this. Possibly <laughs> this year, I have had four messages from prior clients. Um, I just want to read one of you, one of them to you, because it's so beautiful. Let's just uh, quickly see here if I can find it. I did take a picture of it. It's so, so beautiful. And what I'm seeing is, it you know, it can be a year later because a lot of people make transitions very, very fast, very, very fast. And then they go off. This is um, my private clients mostly. And they don't always hold up. You know, they, they, don't, they don't continue. It's a bit like if I go to the gym and somebody says, do this exercise, do it for three months. And I do it for two weeks. And I expect results to come for the next six weeks or 12, but I haven't done the work. Yeah, (laughs) you're going to have to keep this going internally. But what happens is it becomes a beautiful, it becomes for me, it's just like, I can't imagine doing anything else. I can't find the message right now, but it's something like every, all the pieces of the puzzle have fallen into place. Now, I understand exactly what you taught me. So it's an example sometimes with the mind lockdown, you know, you can struggle, but it's an example 
but it doesn't sort of disappear. As with you, Tyrrell, right? You don't like consciously manage all day long. Life is going on. But you have this foundation inside of you that knows better, you know? Now, you might not want to listen to it. You might be like, okay, I need to just sit my ass down here and eat some ice cream. And the mind's going, yeah, you don't want to do that. And I say, yeah, ice cream's not good here. Like, Come on, we've got things to do. You've got a baby. You've got a business to run. You've got 15 so rebel. And on and on and on. And your heart's like, please, can I just sit down? <laughs> yeah, the, whis- the whisper. So you've got to remember, you know, you have these seven intensive weeks of really watching these amazing upgrades happening and people get like, whoa, this is amazing. Um, it depends how deep you want to go. But you, you can continue this. You can continue this for the rest of your life. I don't know any other way. Eventually, you don't need to be sitting there doing your internal work. It is already happening. It's like you have triggered. You've opened a door. You've triggered that in eight innate intelligence that you were born with. And it sort of starts to take over itself. It's like it starts running itself. That's exactly yeah. how I feel it. I haven't meditated for a very long time, mm-hmm. but it's been become my my steps are meditation, everything. So it's happening so quick, you know, and it's mm-hmm. just coming to me in this very fast pace. But my last question. So it, mm-hmm. it's important to have some patience. I've, I've learned over time. I don't have so yeah. much of it, but uh, <laughs> but uh, can you just touch on the divine timing concept, the timing of things? And yes, we want to, control again from our mind i want this process to go like this and i want this result but maybe there's a different plan that we're not really aware of and when we go into the openness uh, it can happen through us and teach us what we really want because the the journey from the mind to the head is so long so maybe we don't really know but we are absolutely on the way by yeah also being open with patience and the divine timing if you can just yeah finish up yeah just read a bit yeah. about that the divine timing, really important one. So basically the, the, the DMI signature program itself, you know, the foundation of it is about, is connected to universal laws. And there are universal laws, which I called love laws of vibrational energy. Um, You don't need to kind of intellectually understand them because you'll experience them inside of your body. But all of us, all of us are, there's many, many dynamics of a human being and everything's going on in, in various timelines but when we ever feel like i want it to happen now well already we can feel the energy of the mind there i want it should why isn't it happening now it's not kind it's not soothing it's not subtle so already you can feel you're going against something and what happens then you start to drive yourself right i'm going to do it my way i'm going to get this done i'm going to go going 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 the energy the whole energy you can feel it's like oh off to be able to be patient, I'm the least patient person on the planet, I can tell you, only with uh, my clients and people, not with anything else. <laughs> but there is a divine timing. There's aspects of our life that cannot fall into place until a certain time that is out of our knowledge, actually, no ledge, out of our knowledge. It is like, why is it in my fifth decade that I am ready to do what I believe may have been, could have been done 10 years ago. But I really, when I look at my heart and listen, there's no way I could do what I did today 10 years ago. There's no way I did not have the emotional security inside of me, especially in relationships. 
So now things start to flower. If I, I had pressed and I had a hard time pressing, trying to press things forward, you know. So there is divine timing and everybody has it. It's part of a soul journey. It's divine timing. If you honor it, things flower, just like your business, Tyrell. So you then see. Can, yeah, exactly. So yeah. you can do your DMI with ease. It's like a suggestion. It's not like this is mm. how it should be. It's more like, huh, that was a nice feeling, yeah. but I might get something better. And I, I, I probably feel like we always get what we need. <laughs> oh, God, we do. Yeah. We always get what we need, always, always. So it's actually in, in your program, it's more about the feeling of it than actually the images you get in your head. Yeah, it, you, well, you feel the evidence of it as you transition inside. As you transition inside and cool yourself down, cool the mind energy down first, life starts to flower. It's really beautiful. And there's none of this grabby, grabby energy. I want to be like her. I want to be like him. I want to, it's, it's less, you know? So there does need to be a certain level of maturity. Yeah, I do not recommend this program for very childish energy, people that are, you know, really still going through, again, divine timing, some things they have to live out. It's not going to be ideal. Yeah. Luckily, I don't have many clients that come around in the, in, like that. But in the last 10 years, I have seen a few and because I've had I to warned, them, let them, them go. Right? <laughs> yeah, I've had to let some go because um, you, there's just so much immaturity and ego. It's like, oh my gosh. But, you know, I know that the seed has been planted so that later they reap the benefits of what they've done. Um, but those that really are like fed up of all the BS in their head and in their life and in the world in general and really want to make a difference, the conscious creators, I call them, this is something for you. And also uh, as the last thing I want to say, this is not about working harder or more. It's about being more and doing less and create more. Yeah. Stripping off the bullshit is the best way I can describe it. It's not something to learn and do and, and fill in your head. It's stripping everything away so that what is left is what you have always known. It's just been covered up with other stuff. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to continue with Billy's amazing journeys, you can just click on the links that I put on the show note. I wish you all the best on your journey. Have a beautiful day and text me if you have any questions. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Yeah, on the email info at oslorod.no. Have a lovely day. See you soon in the cafes, hopefully. Bye.